0: And now for an episode of Knuckleheads in Isolation, drinking like coffee. Hey, sunshine, how are you doing?
1: It is Monday. It is Monday. It's the Mondayest of Mondays. It
0: is the Mondayest of Mondays because uh, I mean, Joe Diffie died. Um, we we our church service went from uh, Mayhill Baptist Church to First Presbyterian of Arlington uh, yesterday in our live stream. So that was that was wonderful. Uh, and, uh, let's, let's see what else. Um, I got another sunburn, but, uh, you know, one of these days I'll remember to put some sunscreen on the top of my, uh, bald head. Uh, but Kyle, I, I'm, I'm so glad I get to see your face this morning. Um, that makes one of us th- yeah. that's glad to see us this morning. But the, <laughs> but the good news is I don't only have to look at you. I get to also look at, uh, one of my favorite Southern Baptists out there who has the most, maybe non Southern Baptist name uh mark dance welcome to the show brother how are you doing
2: man i'm doing great matt good to see you and kyle this morning so good to see you from the from
1: the great nation of oklahoma
2: yes yes (laughs) land of many nations
1: yes that's right
2: we we so far
0: have had a number of folks that have recently transitioned to to a new spot a new uh assignment and uh I, I just started thinking what a wonderful time to start a uh, a new job in the middle of utter chaos in the uh, in the country uh but you're you're knocking it out and uh, and I know I personally and I think Kyle shares this too uh, have been super encouraged uh, by the uh, the encouragement your you and your wife have been giving you know staying healthy you know the the kind of uh, personal distance that at times you need in the house. I, I love that one where y'all each have a kind of a workspace. You know, the door's closed. Yeah. Uh, we're yeah. we're going to get our work done, uh, and then you know, kind of that intimacy that we we're forced to have uh, right now. Right. Uh, technically, I have another house I could go to since Kyle decided that he. I guess he thought I had coronavirus. I don't know. He refused to come up, and so he he completely. <laughs> ditched his uh i was i was more afraid
1: that i was gonna i was my, my bigger fear was that i was gonna be they were gonna shut everything down and i was gonna be quarantined with you on the mountain but what a and blessing though, that would that, be that, was my, bigger, what a that was my bigger fear. I mean that would yeah. I, I would be the thorn in your side <laughs> <laughs> to torment. Yeah, you. B- believe it or not, in, in all these quarantine days, I'm gonna choose my wife and kids over your face. <laughs> so sorry. <Man. laughs>
0: well, that hurts my feelings. Uh, Mark, now, Mark,
1: but Mark, I think you're I think you're our first Oklahoman to, to be on our show. I don't think we've oh. ever had anybody from Oklahoma. So, all right. So what an honor. Yes, there you go. Now you're, are you an so Oklahoma by state. birth? are you oklahoma no, I'm, a native,
2: I, I'm a native texan i was born in dallas okay and raised
1: yeah. in, right. in tyler yeah. so there's, a, there's a reason we like you so much i know
0: <laughs> hey man speaking of texas we uh we had a guy join uh during our drive-in service which was awesome and uh you know we kept the distance apart all that kind of stuff uh but uh he said he wouldn't have it any other way he didn't want to wait until uh, we got back into the building that he loved what we were doing and wanted to be a part of it and, uh, but he was joining from a church in Midland, Texas, and, uh, we've got a number of Texas transplants. And so I use that as another opportunity to, uh, you know, remind our people of the great Republic, uh, of Texas and how wonderful it is. And so I said, all of our Texas people here, let me see an amen or hear an amen with your, your horn. And, uh, it just blared. I mean, horns everywhere. And uh, so, so yeah, we had a good time with that. Mark, tell us what you do in Oklahoma.
2: You know, I serve pastors in Oklahoma with the Oklahoma convention and I live in Tulsa because it's part of a decentralization strategy for our convention. That's becoming uh, the norm for other state conventions as well, where you've got uh, leadership living in different parts of the state. And man, what a what a cherry pick when it comes yeah. to Oklahoma, Tulsa would be the place I would choose first. Uh, love it here, and then moving here from Nashville, we've actually cut the distance between us and our family, our parents, our kids, uh, all of our family in half, uh, because I, our children live in Arkansas, where I pastored my last church, and. They're adults. My parents are still in Tyler. My siblings are in South Texas. Her, her sister's in Angel Fire, New Mexico. So we're, we're right in the middle of that, all that. And plus just a few miles South of where I love to hunt so much in <laughs> Kansas. And so, uh, yeah, we, we like it here, but we did just get here in January. Yeah. And, and, um, so yeah, we're settling in and, and being, we're sheltering in, in, in uh, our new house and meeting our new neighbors uh, yeah. every day.
0: And and your your new neighbors are mostly four legged, if I remember correctly. Is that right by your house? Yeah. the llamas and everything.
2: Yeah, no, as I'm yeah, I'm watching. They've they've already walked past. Uh, there's yeah, it's a little farm right here in the middle of Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow is no small town. It's hundred thousand people on on the southern part of Tulsa, and. There's a farm in the middle of it that this family runs, and it's just—it's like I don't know—it's more like a zoo. <laughs> it's got a couple of horses and uh, five or six llamas and sheep and ponies, which are miniature horses. And there's even a coyote that that runs through uh, every now and then. <laughs> so they come up, we feed them carrots and apples and pet them, and yeah, it's interesting. And gets bad. We it, do I have remember. humans. Too. Yeah. Well, you know, people had warned us about llamas spitting and Janet found out the hard way that was, uh, it was, that, that was not just, <laughs> that was not just a myth uh, yeah, she fed the, the dominant llama a, a carrot and he spit it right back on her. I mean, we just got, this was about, you know, before, uh, when we could go to church in a in building, remember those days? Well, <laughs> so she had, she had on the kind of a nice top and uh, anyway, it's got, Red carrots all over, it. but it was funny. She laughed. She shook it off. She was brave. I was proud of her, and I did get it on video. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> now, yeah. Now, 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 Mark, you're you're there in northeast Oklahoma, so I have to know: have you made the trek up to Pawhuska yet?
2: Um, no, I've driven past uh, or just south of Pawhuska. I know okay. where it is. Yeah.
1: So I, yeah. I, no, I was just curious if y'all had, if y'all had done the the Pioneer Woman stuff yet up there in uh, in Pausco. Not yet. Okay.
2: Not yet. No, we're we are just starting to. Uh, well, I minist- The ministry takes me to all parts, and and on the way to Stillwater, that's part of my area. Um, you know, we've driven by there, but we haven't had had a whole lot of time. Well, so, so I
1: recommend stopping in and getting one of her, um, uh, cinnamon rolls because they okay. are, that's maybe the best cinnamon roll I've ever had in my life
2: man, was there at, that's, at,
1: at the pioneer woman bakery.
2: That that's my kryptonite, Kyle, <laughs> cinnamon rolls, man. I, I just can't say no to cinnamon rolls. And I, I'm going to, it's going to have to wait though. Be honest with you. This, this, um, staying at home thing is, is killing my diet. It's <laughs> killing my diet.
0: Yeah. The, uh, what, what have been some of those posts about the freshman 15 now we've got the quarantine 15. Uh, <laughs> uh my, my favorite one was, uh, it had the, I think it was wrestling pastor, uh, that have one of the gifts or whatever the, the big old wrestler that's like slapping his belly. And, uh, he yeah. goes, you know, I just ate two weeks of snacks in two days. <laughs> and, uh, and, and that's kind of how I feel because, you know, we sent Rebecca when, when I kind of knew what was, what was really coming. We, we kind of, we didn't prep prep, but, uh, you know, or hoard or, or all that kind of stuff. But we got, you know, a few ramen noodles, some, some stuff that we knew would, would be able to last if we had to stay here for a while. So we didn't have to get out, but there's a number of little Debbie things that I asked her to get. And, uh, mm. I think we're down to one box. And, uh, so, so yeah, we, we will survive. Uh, but, uh, I I don't know what we're going to do on the other side of the little Debbie stuff. Uh, but, uh, y'all were talking about the pioneer woman. We're going to have cinnamon rolls, uh, today too, uh, that will be Pillsbury, but they're going to be baked in a pioneer woman, um, thingamabobber. So it's kind of the same thing. (laughs) It's basically the same thing. thing. Basically (laughs) the same thing. (laughs) So, uh, Mark, one of the things we, we aim to do with these is also give a little encouragement to, uh, to pastors, if if you had a few minutes to to talk to just kind of every pastor and uh, his family during this time, most of them are going to have their kids uh, home with them right now. Uh, some of them, that's a new thing, you know, for us. That's that's new. They normally go to public school. Kyle's are homeschooled, so nothing has changed for them. Uh, but it is new for us. We've got four daughters that are in the house. Uh, my wife, myself, uh, that we're we're learning this kind of new. Uh, new world for us and so talk to the pastors that are out there that, that maybe you know between pastoring between preaching you know to a camera between kind of the the home life being a little weird right now uh just give them some words of encouragement
2: yeah thank you I, um those little videos we do every day less than a minute or just kind of deal with these these uh these very things uh, the, the boundaries try to you know honestly we want to be healthier janet and i do and i want pastors and spouses to families to be healthier on the other side of this uh the spring so wash. all right so let's just look at summer as is is the likely scenario when we're going to get out of this fog and and resume normal in, in some respect so picture picture summer is a place you want you can be healthier uh, at the beginning of the summer, you could be unhealthier, and I'm not just talking about the physical stuff like the eating. That's definitely part of it. I had, uh, uh, I had gone to Walmart by myself. Uh, Janet was out of town for a little while, and and I just piled up the cart with with pop tarts and just other things, just all the comfort food I could. And and man, it was catching up. So I had, you know, I asked her to hide those things, and we we just started to get another we had a reset of, of rhythm because I was losing uh track of sleep and I was just, just, you know, constantly gorging in, in uh, social media and conventional media. And, you know, it's just kind of that uh, unsustainable schedule. I wasn't resting. And so I just thought, you know, this, I could kind of see where this went. I've done that as a pastor. Twenty-seven years I was a lead pastor, and plus a couple of years of being an interim. And I, I've done down that hole before, right? And I could tell how it impacted me. And that, you know, healthy it takes healthy pastors to lead healthy churches. And so, I started just to encourage uh, folks to um, create or reset their their rhythm. And that's so hard to do when you've got a family in your home that has a different rhythm. And so you also have a family outside your home, if you're a pastor, and most, I think most of you listeners are pastoring, whether, you know, regardless of what your business card or org chart says, if that's your calling and that's your responsibility, somewhere in the church, you're serving responsible for a group. You've got those folks to think about, which you can't you can't pastor them in a conventional way, and so you're you're actually taking care of people inside your home and outside of your home, and um, all the time, and, it, and it's just hard to stop, which is what the only thing Sabbath means is stop, <laughs> and it's you know, uh, and so I'm encouraging you, uh, listeners. I'm encouraging ourselves, reminding ourselves that uh, we need to stop throughout the day. Sometimes push pause shake it off, (laughs) take a jog. That's what I do. Um, go out on the porch, whatever you got to do to create some space and, um, and to stop, you know, stop and breathe, pray. Sometimes it's not to pray. Sometimes you need to, uh, just go out and pet your dog or, Llama, or you know, whatever. But if we don't practice self care, which is not natural or intuitive for a pastor, by the way, but if we don't practice self care, then we won't be ready to uh, um, leverage some of the momentum that's actually being gathered on the positive side mm-hmm. of this Corona ledger, right? It, I believe God's doing a wonderful, great, powerful thing that that we're wanting to build on, but we could be exhausted, you know, before the uh, before that even happens. And so that's what I'm talking about. It's just trying to get into a healthy reset, you know, for our sake and our as well as our family and our ministry.
0: What What has helped me, uh, in and I. I, I want to think, based on everything you just said, that I'm also helping Kyle. The fact that he has to get up every morning, have a cup of coffee with me, and and uh, in chat, it it helps him. I'm, that's I'm I'm telling myself that. But but for me, you keep telling con- yourself, that. yeah. But for me, continuing my normal routine, you know, the dreadfully early two thirty in the morning, I still get up, yeah. do the Bible reading get into my sermon prep, and, and now more than ever, it's, it's helpful. Before, I was doing that so that I could be present for kind of the getting ready for school and, you know, being with them, praying with them, getting ready to send them to the bus, all of that kind of stuff, and, and so it allowed me to get a lot of the sermon stuff done before they're up, before any of my church members are up, all of that kind of stuff. What it does now is it gets all of that stuff done before they're up, and then they're with me the rest of the day. And so they can kind of, and they have sort of become my ministry partners during the day at at different times. We'll, we'll be doing puzzles or whatever said, Hey, why don't we call so-and-so? And so we'll get on the phone, put it on speakerphone and you know, whatever kids are with me at that moment, we call one of our, our members and just talk to them, you know, and they'll, they'll ask, what are you doing today? You know, and stuff like that. And so it, you know, keeping that same routine has allowed me to continue to minister in the preaching side, you know, in the study and the prep and all of that, and then now as a dad, but also with the pastoring now with them, you know, when when you make visits or whatever, taking a kid uh, with you or two is, is usually one way to make sure you're going to get in that home, you know, because they'd rather see them anyway. <laughs> and so having yeah, them with me okay. for those conversations, and then we put them to bed kind of at a normal time, uh, so that they're not too crazy during the day. That also then gives Rebecca and I, uh, some, some time in the evening where we watch a movie together or, you know, just eat dessert together. I know that goes against some of the healthy choices you were talking about. Uh, but that kind of rhythm, staying, getting up early, spending the time during the day with the kids and, in some of the ongoing, just kind of organic pastoral stuff during the day with them. And then time just to connect with, with her has helped us. And, uh, so I think that's what you're sharing, sharing to, to pastors is, you know, have a schedule. You know, don't don't kill yourself with that schedule by any means, um, and make sure you're carving in some time each day and perhaps one day uh, just to stop, and and take in the fact that hey, this a lot of this I think has helped pastors that are control freaks uh, because we are totally and completely out of control right now. I mean, there's yeah, you know, we've gone from in our state 150 ten to five uh, with within the span of a couple of days. Uh, so everything we could plan and dream and and try and control and what we're doing and and trying to accomplish, that's out the window right now. We have to kind of listen to to the Lord and and his leadership, which we should do all the time, of course, but, and, and know that we are not in control. We don't know if this is going to be over in April or, you know, May or June, we have no idea. And so we have to continue to be faithful Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and on, uh, with everything that we're given. So Kyle, any
1: last words before you send us out? No, I think, I think you know, what Mark shared is, is really good. You know, find, find rhythms and, and this is a great time to, to reconnect with families. Um, you know, I mean, for, for most pastors, we're, we're no less busy in, in these days. You know, for, for all, the, all the folks on social media are like, oh, I have so much time to read. I have so much time to do it. I, I don't know any pastor for who that's true. Uh, but just because, you know, <laughs> the, right. there's still sermons to write. And even if we can't make in-person visits, there's certainly a lot of time spent on phones um make, making calls and all that but but the blessing is at least in in our case I mean all all that's happening from home now so and I would add to that as as both of you guys have the danger from working from home is that you would never unplug yeah. from those things right and so that's that would be just my encouragement make sure that that there comes a time where you unplug. And, and, and don't, you know, and I'm preaching to myself as well, but don't, don't neglect your family for, for a four inch screen.
0: Oh, Kyle, it was a, uh, it was a really long night for me, but you know, what kind of kept me going was the fact that I was going to get up this morning and see your beautiful face. How are you doing today?
1: Thanks. Um, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. This, this continues to be a terrible idea. It, it does. This, this early.
3: It does, but it's good <laughs> to know that is, you're my lifeguard. Vibe. This is the vibe I'm looking for. Yes. Terrible idea right <laughs> out of the gate.
0: Yes, right <laughs> out of the gate. It's terrible. Welcome to the show, Ed Wiley. Uh, how are you doing
3: today? That's appropriate for my internet speed. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You're on the show. I yeah. appreciate hey, it.
1: Thanks for coming on.
0: Yeah. yeah. We, uh, We certainly enjoy, uh, enjoy your work. What, what is always fun for me is when, when somebody, you know, is just catching up a little bit to the awesomeness of Ed Wiley and they send me like, uh, Trump and the, the youth pastor, uh, search committee thing, like they'll send (laughs) that one. And I'm like, Hey, I saw that when that was, when that wasn't known by anybody. I'm really cool. Uh, but, but yeah, Ed, I love you, brother. You've been such hey, you an too, encouragement man. to me. And, uh, and so first before we, you know, I've mentioned about kind of the, the comedy thing. Uh, how, how many kids do you have? And, and just to be more specific, we're talking about the human kids. I know you also have some goat kids. Uh, we but, do uh, kids. but how, many, well, they're uh, how many, they're all grown.
3: They're all grown now. We, oh, okay. they, like, like us, they quit having babies. Oh, so wonderful. we, uh, we, <laughs> we got rid of the, the, our buck, The male that anyway so we don't have any more you know we're at 20 goats and we're done we're done with having goats yeah uh which is too many if you want to know how many goats is too many going into a pandemic a global (laughs) pandemic it's going to be one goat one goat's too many goats (laughs) and we're at 20 so we're you know fortunately it's we have a lot of grass We live on a small farm in a really rural area. Probably like how close you guys, uh, Matt, where, how far are you guys from like a city? You're way out. From a city?
0: Yeah. If you count Alamogordo, we're, we're about
1: 40 miles. Uh, (laughs) Define city. So Alamogordo does not sound like
3: a city. Alamogordo (laughs) sounds like a Dollar General and like a Waffle House. (laughs) Yes.
0: And and in fact, it doesn't have a Waffle House. It has a pancake in Waffle House. That's like this knockoff brand. Waffle House. Um, same shape, same good. building, but it's delicious. Uh, and you, I mean, you don't feel like you're committing a felony by going there. Uh, is that but, where you're
3: uh, are, you, are you 40 minutes from Walmart?
0: That's where our Walmart, we've got
1: two Walmarts.
3: Uh, oh, that, uh, okay. Yeah, well, I'm gonna have to let so, you guys go. I, this is too fancy for me. Too fancy. <laughs> I know. But but yeah, so so Buffalo that,
1: Wild Wings. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> that's so
0: good. it's, it's kind of a decent sized city for, for us coming from Dallas. It is not. Um, but uh but yeah, there's there's a um what would you call that minor league or semi-pro? It's kind of like bench warmers. When you saw the movie Benchwarmers, warmers, they mm. have the white fish, I mean the white sands fish. fish that are there. And uh, you know, just some guys that oh, they just play it's, for the it's, love it's of it. It's
1: basically game. it's basically college kids who <laughs> are no longer playing college ball and are just like trying with every ounce of their being to to get noticed by somebody and so it's they uncle come R- to, a bunch
3: of uncle ricos it's, yeah yes exactly. definitely yeah, is you know so de- definitely yeah that's they'd our closest state town. championship
1: they put them in <laughs> oh
3: boy i love it how how <laughs> big is your town ed uh i mean my town proper uh, the county i live in is like less than ten thousand people the whole mm-hmm. county but i live the closest town of any size to me is tifton georgia and i want to say it's Twenty thousand people maybe yeah, yeah. but it's a, it's on an interstate it has a chick-fil-a it's got a, a starbucks you know i mean it's it's, it's see that's know. our
1: selling point matt that, that so we're, we we have a starbucks that's in the well that, that's a whole other story in itself we, we have a starbucks that that for the second time is trying to build a a, a location here
0: oh uh, they are they and, are going to try another yes are they yes. going to actually yeah, check the, the well, uh, foundation this know. time
1: We'll, we'll see, you know, put in a post-coronavirus world if Starbucks survives. We'll see yeah, what happens. Oh,
0: man. <laughs> so Ed, Ed, the story that he's referring to is what all Alamogordians had looked forward to for so long was the arrival of a real Starbucks. We had one and yep. is it Albertsons or Lowe's? Al, Albertsons. Albertsons. Yeah. And okay. uh, so, so you got some, uh, but, uh, but this was going, you know, they had the building, it's all painted. You saw it coming. And, uh, and, and then Kyle, uh, Multi million dollars uh, down the coffee grinder. When yes. what happened?
1: So the 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 story is that they determined um, that they had not done the proper uh, soil studies to test the uh, test the foundation out, and and they oh, discovered man. that 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 it was not stable. At least that's the story. Um, lawsuits ensued, um, and and even though it was not. Uh, suitable for Starbucks, uh, there is now a Dunkin' Donuts and Baskin Robbins that are Which, going in that exact same. <laughs> so if you're not stable, and, and you, if you're not
3: stable. You, can't, you you get you become a and, DD. Oh my so, God. So,
1: so Starbucks is building a, a new building right next door. And that, Ed, is everything you need to know about Alamogordo in two yes. minutes. <laughs>
3: yes. We are the Alamogordians. <laughs> we do not allow our Starbucks to go into unstable ground. I, I just that thought weird. that that it was going
1: to
0: be Dunkin', Dunkin' Donuts to me was like the greatest like middle finger um to to starbucks and in just the world in general like we we will overcome we can do it i mean our, don't care our donuts aren't that good our coffee really isn't that good either but but we man, nobody, can make it
3: nobody that works here is stable anyway our really might as well not be either let's just go ahead
1: <laughs> yeah let's we, burn we our will. mouth with
3: some coffee and then freeze it with some Thirty-one flavors. <laughs>
1: we, will, we will build. We will build on the on the sand. Doggone yeah. it. We will yeah. build our foundation.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, so so Ed, you you talked about your twenty uh, goats yes. uh, that are keeping yeah. you company during this time. With you know, goat yoga is is a very helpful stress reliever. I'm sure. And yeah. uh, so that's. I'm sure that has been such a blessing for you and your whole family. When things just get really tough inside the house, you can go out. And, uh, and, and just start go out, get, stuff.
3: hang out with the goats, get some hoof and horn wounds. Yeah. yeah. There's who is do, We don't have, we don't have these Yoke Portland yoga goats here. We, our yeah. goats are tough. <laughs> they are. They will, if you bend over to do what do they call it? A downward dog, you will get a downward butt <laughs> in the rear end. They, they're not going to tolerate that. No. Like they, yeah. I did a video, like, uh, I mean, it was like right after I started doing comedy. Of, like Trump does goat yoga. No, no, this no, that was Trump. That was goat farmer Trump. I, I, I got out there and tried to do goat yoga, and they, they ate the yoga mat. One tried to butt <laughs> me when I have been over. Like it's all true. So it's I don't know. You have to have a different breed of goat. Some smaller, more kind of gentler. Yeah. You you just have,
0: you you just must have like SBC Calvinist goats. What you need is, well, no, I, I, you just don't need SBC goats. You need something, you need to find like the nice.
1: You, you need like Unitarian Universalist goats, you know, they're, yeah. just, they're just happy to be there. You yeah. know, they don't really know where where, where they're going or, right. or what, what's going on.
3: <laughs> that's, that's a fair, that's a fair thing. It's, yeah. uh, I don't know, but all this has changed post-pandemic are there any more universalists i kind of feel like there's either christians or nihilists right now yeah (laughs) you don't you don't really have a like what's rob bell up to these days like (laughs) everything else has been put on hold has deconstruction of faith also been put on hold i don't know i feel like that we're like i was talking with a buddy who's been struggling with his faith for a long time he lives in uh, rhode island and he that's what we kind of came to like he's a believer but he's he's just been battling you know internally for a while Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like, yeah, well, I guess all the kind of useless navel gazing and thought pieces, they kind of, and it's like when everything is taken, you, what do you have left? You're yeah. either like, well, not everything is meaningless or maybe I should consider the gospel. Like even yeah. if you have, even if you, like Christian religiosity, the religiosity of Christianity is your thing. If it's become an idol to you in any capacity, that's kind of being taken too. Yeah. Like I saw, Matt, I saw you doing, uh, um, Drive up church. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, A buddy of mine that I went to high school with, the pastor's a little church in the country. um, uh, Like one county over from me, he just rolled up like uh, on a trailer. It had the podium on his trailer and everybody drove up. And uh, I don't know. It's just, it's really, he's just, he's just trying to serve his people, you know, but it's like, I think for a lot of folks who might've been in his fellowship and might've been kind of stuck in their ways, (laughs) it's kind of like, well guys, we're going to have to adapt. You know, this is uh, – so it's – I don't know. It's it's like there's something for everybody. Either you're – if you're not a believer, you're maybe rethinking things. If you're – what is Rob Bell up to right now? I just – i don't, am I allowed to talk about him? I don't I, know. I just wonder what these guys
1: who, in a time
3: of unprecedented global uh, prosperity, like, just kind of took this weird view of faith. Uh, I just wonder what – how they're interpreting that right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't know that he listens in. So it's probably safe, you know, in, in and <laughs> if
3: you're listening, we're I Baptist.
0: We're Baptist. So it's okay to talk behind uh, people's backs in that case. No, uh, but uh, I did notice though that like Bethel, I think it was Bethel, uh, that they were, they had this big healing service or whatever that when all of this struck down, well, they canceled it. I'm like, now's the time, dude. Like, yeah. show us. Like,
1: yes, come on. Go, go full, I go full like, Kenneth Copeland, you know. Just yeah, go. I, I rebuke right. the coronavirus. Oh,
3: man, <laughs> yeah, Matt. I, you, sound, you sounded a little like George W. just then. Well, yeah, you're, you're kind is it the Texas? It could be the I mean. Texas, it's that yeah. or the what, like three hours of sleep last night. But yeah, you had a lot, you had a rough night. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, so, sorry, so, sorry to rant. I, I'm I'm <laughs> low asleep, too. I just I don't know. I like, I don't, I'm no hate toward Rob Bell or anybody right now. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I feel like, like, if you're, if you're, when you talk about things of faith right now, it's gotten real binary. Yeah. You know, like, it's, like, I I don't know. Maybe give it another week and there'll be a lot of thought pieces on why you're not doing digital church right. I don't know. Maybe that's going on already. That, that, I feel like while people,
1: so, so the biggest the biggest thing that people are arguing about right now that I've seen consistently is digital communion. Can, can we do communion digitally? And
3: why well, we do that? Uh, the way we do that in Texas is uh, we just put the communion in a t-shirt cannon, and the elders and the deacons drive by. Pow, there's nothing to it. It's no touch. It's no touch.
0: I, I needed that on Sunday. It's, it's <laughs> new, new, so nuclear. Clear. This has nuclear, been uh, nuclear. Nu- nuclear. Cannon. <laughs> We're going nuclear cannon on this one. This has been something of a blessing too. And and you and I talked about this a little bit in, in messenger is, is God just kind of pulling some of this stuff out, you know, mm. with, and, and I'm not saying Bart was ever, ever wrong for this, but Bart had long been opposed to a uh, Bart Barber's one of our, our friends. He was on one of the previous episodes. He's a pastor back in Texas. Um, okay. he, he was long opposed to putting sermons online because he said, I'm a, I'm a preacher for first Farmersville. No one else needs to hear, you know, this kind of stuff. And, and I'm, I'm for them. I don't want them going to other people. I don't want to be going to other people that that I'm not pastoring. I want to know Mm -hmm. who I'm pastoring right now. Well, this comes in and suddenly there's no more. I I mean, that's not on the table anymore. You know, you you, kind of need to put it out there for your folks. And so he did that. Uh, And then for, for me, Kind of more in a silly way, I think my entire life, ever since I saw them in a Mardell uh, years ago, uh, was those little like half and half, all in one Lord's Supper cups. I thought those were the absolute stupidest thing (laughs) in the universe until Sunday and they were suddenly brilliant because you know the it's one thing to to get the the juice or or whatever I mean you you're talking your hand has to be this small to pick it up all of that kind of stuff and then on, on top of that you've got a hundred some odd people here that are going to be reaching into this communal little basket of bread um, and I'm thinking that's how we catch the corona, and so yeah, is, so we went corona transmitter. No, we gosh. we went to the all in one half and half um, Lord's supper thing that I've made fun of for my entire life as I can remember it.
3: Kyle explained the, the Lord's coffee. like gotcha, yeah. gotcha, yeah. And
0: uh, so so I'm up there and I yeah. and I just I, I felt so silly like so so as we prepare uh, to take the the bread which. Uh, symbolizes the, the the body of Christ broken for you. Please peel back the top layer and reveal a small piece of bread and and take this in remembrance of me. And now as we prepare to take the juice that represents the blood of Christ poured out for you, peel, peel back, hold, hold on just a second, I can't get my, peel that, peel, there you go, peel back that part and drink in remembrance of him. And so, yeah, we, we made the most of it, but we, we had like full seemed like hazmat suits on our people. No, not really, but they had the gloves, you know, we did everything that we could um, to limit the contact and in uh, the folks, like what I thought was stupid, our folks thought Matt is a genius. So I'm not going to let them <laughs> in that this thing has been a, a big thing for a long time, the whole, yeah. you know, all in one thing. And I'm not going to let them in on the fact that I thought it was the worst idea ever. Uh, and I'm not really going to point out the fact that the bread of it was basically styrofoam, but they thought I was brilliant. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm screenshotting all of those messages and just flooding Kyle's inbox
3: with it
1: because he needs to know <laughs> that I'm should. brilliant. Yeah. So, so what you're saying, Matt, is you're a very stable genius. I'm a that, stable that, that's genius. That's what I heard. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> Matt is more, Matt is more stable than a, uh, uh, Aberside by Johnny Starbucks. <laughs> well, I forgot the name of the town. I just all I can. by John. Alamogordo.
1: Hey,
3: Alamogordo. Hey, what a town!
1: I, I do have to ask you about a video that you posted yesterday. and You oh, said no. it was the most fun that you've had as as a comedian. Um, and in a phone call that you got to make impersonating a certain president.
3: Oh um, yeah. And, yeah, I called uh, my buddy Brian's mom <laughs> and told her to stay home because she'd been leaving the house. There's a lot of boomer and silent generation people, and I just called her. I was like, you know, there's, uh, Helen, you need to stay in the house. This is President Donald Trump, and you've been targeted. We, we've been watching you. We know you're leaving, and you need to, quite frankly, stay in the house. I stay in the White House. You stay in your little brick ranch, whatever. You need to stay in there. Call your son. He's a comedian. He's not working. He can bring you Lorna Dunes and Werther's originals. Whatever you want. Boost energy. Boost your your energy with some minerals and vitamins. You know, I probably take the best vitamins, the vitamins I <laughs> better than anyone's. I don't know. It was I just ranted a little bit. Yeah, it was so much fun because she got a she got a big kick out of it. If yeah. I could do that. I mean, there's no comedy going on right now, guys. It's not. I mean, nobody. I my my friends who work clubs, nothing. Churches, nothing. Cruises, of course, nothing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, colleges, cruise. Yeah. Colleges, casinos. <sighs> I mean, I the whole thing. You know, it's just not even a thing right now. Uh, so I'm. And it's and weird because you you want to say I'm sorry, Matt. Go ahead. And I was going to say that
0: might be something similar about our our professions. Uh, is is in in a to to a degree and probably more so I, I would think with comedy, is you really have to kind of have the temp of that room and, and feed off of them and, and it's kind oh, of a two-way totally. street yeah. and uh, yeah. and and when they're not with you, you know it and yeah. and as a pastor that's <laughs> that's true for us uh, yeah. too and uh, so our you know, our our driving thing, it's somewhat mitigated a little bit but I still can't really make eye contact right. with them. Yeah, and, yeah. uh, and certainly behind a computer screen. So that would make yeah. it uh really tough. Yeah. Pre-
1: pre- preaching to a camera is, is very odd. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I had, I think, um, underestimated how awkward that was going to be to to oh, preach yeah. into an empty room with, with just a little you know webcam sitting right there in front of me. Yeah, dude.
0: <laughs> well, Ed, uh, Ed, as we begin to, to wrap this up, um, you know we we've had mostly pastors on here uh and uh, and also Patrick Watts uh who who works in some IT stuff with Lifeway um so you know i, I know uh comedians out there uh have no redeeming quality whatsoever um but but if there is anything <laughs> that you can pull out of a hat somewhere uh to to encourage our our listeners those that are tuning in uh, just during these tastes, maybe to to laugh a bit to you know to to lighten up a bit, just any words of encouragement as we wrap up
3: well, yeah man uh well, first, pray for your pastors as they try to make their live streams not look like bin Laden videos. Be sure to pray for them <laughs> amen uh that's a big that's a big thing no I mean this is uh okay. This is a this is an unprecedented time. I don't have a lot of wisdom other than to say uh if you aren't clinging to the gospel and the person of Christ right now, now is a great time to to do that and to have the person of Christ and and the gospel be the preeminent thing in your life because that's like everything else is kind of being uh <laughs> it's being shown to be like what became your Dunkin Donuts and Baskin Robbins, unstable. <laughs> Yeah. But but we we can truly trust in in the foundation of Christ and Christ alone. Um and that's what I mean even our kids have been saying we have six kids. I don't think I answered your question earlier. I started talking yeah, thanks, about codes, thanks for that. Yeah. Uh <laughs> we uh even our kids have been have been saying that, that you know, hey, this is no longer a thing. That's no longer a thing. This over here is not happening anymore, but we can still we can still ultimately trust in Christ. Yeah. Um how about you guys? You guys want to tag that with anything? You're we, the we, preachers. We're the we're the preachers. Uh, yeah.
0: in, in this new normal, beloved. Remember <laughs> that we serve the always original Jesus Christ. Eternally refreshing, never changing oh our Lord and Savior. How about that? That feels like uh,
3: that feels that like that was a, like um, all of the t
0: shirts all the t shirts that I have in one. Uh, it feels like but, 2020 DL
3: Moody or something.
0: <laughs> Kyle has been calling me uh, Robert Schuler or Billy Graham here lately uh because of the uh because you're dead
3: inside. I don't know what the <laughs> Yeah,
0: that man,
3: that was dark.
0: Dang. That was I dark. For uh, see, that's the
3: other thing. My it's a gallows humor. I have a friend who's yeah. a rural male. I have a friend who's a rural male. You can edit this out if you want to. I don't care. <laughs> If if you have a friend that uh, I have a friend who's a rural mail carrier, I'm very worried about him because he's in contact with all these packages. And we're like an hour from one of these hot spots that has like more cases and deaths Mm -hmm. per capita than New York. Yeah. Uh, But he said it's gallows humor in the mail room. Yeah. They're like singing, uh, gonna take my mail to the Old Town Road. (laughs) (laughs) No more. So that's how uh, they he's a believer. He's a grace guy. I mean, he's straight up, like he yeah. knows, and loves the Lord. Uh, but it's like gallows humor because he's, he's trying to cope. You know what yep. I mean? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. We,
0: we got a package from, uh, from, from uh, another country uh, yesterday. And it came in the mail and Rebecca's like, what are these characters on this? And I was like, Oh, I know what that is. That's, that's a Jersey that I ordered like four months ago for the start of opening day. So it was also sad, but I was also, Oh no, you are probably holding uh, something you don't need to be holding right now. Hold on. So I run in and grab the Lysol and I'm just like bathing her in the package with Lysol. (laughs) I open it up. I got, I got tongs and opened it up with like scissors up here. We threw those tongs and bleach and then I just dumped the thing into the, uh, Uh, the washing machine, like just sprayed in the washing machine with Lysol. I I mean, I don't know what I'm doing. So I don't know the proper way to clean this stuff, but so it's, it's clean. And, uh, but, but anyway, we, we got that in. And, uh, before I say something like really insensitive or or something, Kyle should probably save us with some decent words of encouragement and then send us out with our coffee thingy. Yeah, please, Kyle.
1: Uh, Yeah, save us. There's, there's a reason we brought a comedian on this morning because in, in, I mean, certainly these are heavy days, right? And, and as Ed, as Ed told us, we we want to be leaning into the gospel, um, more, more so now maybe than at any other time in our lives, but you also got to laugh you've oh, yeah. got to lighten up. Um, you know, the may, maybe it is some dark humor, but, but man, find a way to, to laugh and, and, um, You know, if if nothing else, like for our kids, you know, I mean, we'll even and and, and they realize that we're joking, but it's like, hey, let's go to a movie. Oh, wait, we can't do that. Right. But you just you got to bring some some humor and some light into this and and realize, as as I've been telling our our church, that what we're experiencing right now is temporary. Right. We're we're not we're willing we're not going to be isolated forever. Um we will get back to community. It may look uh, w- life may look a little bit different, but 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 this reality is not going to to continue indefinitely. So rest rest in the gospel. Um, don't build your Starbucks on shaky ground or, or your faith for that matter and and trust trust in the Lord that, that he's doing a work in us, that he's doing a work through his church in these days that, w- that we can't even uh, understand. Uh, the, the way that he's impacting people as idols are falling left and right and safety nets are being yanked out from underneath people. Um, they're, they're going to be looking for answers and, and doggone it, we, we believe we've got the answer to that. So with that, until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel
3: you declare.